Snowball. Okay, we're all coming in about evenly, so. Always blue. Always blue. Always blue. Always blue. <laughs> hmm. Anyone have any amusing anecdotes that they want to share? Uh, well, in this minute that we watched, there was um. Well, wait. wait the, let me, let's not. Oh, oh, we're not talking about the minute. Well, I just wanted to start with an amusing anecdote, and then we'll then we'll go into the minute. Oh. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to shut you down like that. You did well, a little bit. Though. I did, but I mean, I didn't mean it to be mean. It was, but I'm sorry. it's okay. It's okay. Uh, Anecdotes. When did anything happen to you recently? I'm trying to think of like something at work that happened, but no. Work is boring. It's like, it's not an interesting season in the the pizza making industry right now. Like, is there seasons in the pizza making industry? Like, yeah. Do certain, do certain pizzas like rise and wane in popularity throughout the year? Uh, well, we have these uh, like monthly pizzas that we I think we just make them up ourselves or like the the owner does. Uh huh. Are they like Ninja Turtle style, like jelly beans and? No, I think uh, this month is uh, what is it? May. I actually don't know what the May special is. April was, uh, it was like a four cheese with uh, Gouda and, no, it was Gruyere and Swiss, and it was a white pizza, so there wasn't any red sauce. It was Gruyere, Swiss, um, some mozzarella. Sounds delicious. I really like things. how it was really good, but I about the pizza topping. Hey. Well, that's his job. Yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know, but it's very like, yeah. I saw. Then, on... Do you get to suggest? Oh, you uh, should. I think you can if you want to, but if it doesn't check out, you should then... try making some pizzas at home and just like experiment around in your pizza kitchen. Oh, don't they, think I haven't thought of it. Can they call it like the Windsor if it? Uh, they probably wouldn't. They would probably just call it like the whatever month it is special. Oh, that's a little. Or whatever's on it, you know, they'll call it that. So, uh, yeah, last month's was like a four cheese. The one before that was uh, Sicilian, like a pan square pizza, and that had uh, tomatoes, spinach. I think that was white pizza too. White pizza, seemed and then we had like a Christmas one with like cranberries on it. It was like cranberries with a caramel glaze, and it was a pizza, like cranberries a, a usually cheese on work it. on most things. That was I really find. good. I always Maybe get our like specials a brie or something. Yeah, I always get our specials. I think they're really good, but we don't actually make a whole lot of them because people, uh, you know, don't like to take risks. They have their pizzas out. that they like, and they stick to those. Yeah, you know, it's a really annoying pizza to make, and I'm always really mad when I have to make one. Is an everything pizza? 
Mm-hmm. It's like you don't have to get everything on well, a pizza. Let's make this a public service announcement. Don't yeah. get no. everybody. You don't have to get everything on a pizza. Like, don't just think <laughs> of the word everything and think that it means everything because it doesn't. Get like two toppings, like two toppings that complement each other, and you know it's easy to handle. It won't fall apart when you pick it up, and you know it's fucking easy to make too. Think of who's making your pizza. Nobody wants to make an everything special pizza. Fuck you. That's my oh, wow <laughs> kind of pizza. That was like a <laughs> that was that from was the quite heart, a public Windsor. service announcement. You're a brave man. Oh shit. Uh, anyway, well... I saw I saw a pizza <laughs> online. There was a uh, some some place is serving a hundred cheese pizza. Oh wow. Can we get that? Yeah. See Can that. Can we that get is... that for when you finish this? And but I think then it would I'll just come back. Turn into like yeah it would turn into a big block of cheese that you would kill someone with yeah that is completely unnecessary you don't need to have a hundred different cheeses on a pizza like that is just somebody thinking of the term a hundred cheeses and being like oh my god i can get a hundred cheeses maybe it's a brand name and no it's like, no no it's definitely a hundred <laughs> cheeses you don't need oh, that wait, so, wait okay so i'm just totally getting off the pizza subject go for it please at work today one of my coworkers walked in and um, proceeded to tell me the story where this woman was on the bus, like, bumping her in the head with her bag. Oh, okay. So she's sitting, the person's She's standing. sitting, the person's standing. Um, she's getting bumped in the head with the bag. She's like, hey, miss, can you switch shoulders? Because, you know, you're hitting me in the, the head. And the chick was like, no, sorry, I can't. So she proceeded to get up and yank the bag off the woman's shoulder and, like, throw it. <laughs> Wow. And, no, I'm sorry. They weren't on the bus. They were on the L, the one with the button. Oh, so okay. you can hit the button and she, so the woman like, oh, like ran to the button. Oh, and really? And started like hitting it. And so they stopped the whole train. And Wait, just she, stopped the train like in the middle of They stopped the train because the conductor or? had to get out. They Well, they stopped at a platform. Right. But she was like, oh my God, I'm being assaulted. And like, you know, she's the only one freaking out on the train. Wow. Yeah. So like. They had to stop it and pull the lady off. Everybody on the train is like, it's her fault. Get her off. Wow. Yeah, it was insane. Wait, wait. Whose fault? Did they say the... the... Oh, they said it was the bag lady's fault. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, she justice was, was served. Yeah, basically. basically she Man, was being a dick. Uh, take her off the bus. It is always the bag lady, the, isn't the it? The train, yeah. The bag lady. <laughs> I wonder if they had to alert like the, the train behind them so it didn't come and like, smash them in the butt. I gotta say, it wouldn't be my first instinct to yank a bag off somebody. Alright, well, uh, this is the Mystic Pizza Minute. I'm David Holford. Oh, I'm uh, John Windsor, and with us again is Dominique Holland. Welcome, Dominique. Welcome (laughs) back. Thank you for making the long journey back here six months later after you recorded the last episode. That's how we do these things, every six months. I do what I can. Yeah, yeah, you you walked the whole way, and it took you six months. Today we're talking about Minute 12. Uh, Right? Wait. Now, I keep getting confused because there's no minute zero. This is episode. This is episode twelve, minute and it's twelve, minute twelve. But it's eleven if you're looking for it on the DVD. <laughs> yeah, because there is no minute zero. Got it. Or there is a minute zero. It starts at zero, not okay. at one. So not that confusing after all. Yeah. So this is uh, minute twelve of Mystic Pizza. Um, it starts with Cat uh, Annabeth Kish's character at the front door of this cottage. And um, what happens? She knocks, and uh, a guy comes down from the stairs, and he says, Catherine? And she says, uh, it's Cat, actually. And he says, oh, Cat, I'm Tim Travers. Now, this guy's looking like uh, 
you know, a blonde-haired fellow with glasses. He's, like, slightly older, I think. It's hard to tell how old this guy is. Well, it's actually not that hard to tell because he mentions that he graduated in, in 79. 79. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. I didn't, uh... So, uh, like, assuming that's grad school, so that probably puts him around... What year is it in this? It's 88 now. So it's... What year do you graduate from grad school? Like... 79, right? Oh, no, I mean, like, what year of your life? Oh, uh, grad school? Well, that's four years after regular college, right? Is it? Wait, yeah, is Yale grad school. You do. Uh, <laughs> is, this is no, like, Yale is, is college, and I'm sure they have a grad school. Okay, so if you said you were in the class so of '79, how old would that make you? Class of '79 in grad school. That would be four years well, after you graduated. We don't know it's grad school. I just made a, a weird assumption there because I was trying to sound like I know what I was talking about, <laughs> and I don't. All right. Well, let's not get too into it, but let's say he's about ten years older than Annabeth Gish that right now. About right, yeah. Who is actually looked up how old Annabeth Gish is, and right now she's 46. So that would uh, make her 17 in 1988. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. She looks older so, than 17. Yeah. A you think, bit, yeah. You think she was one of those actresses who like lied about their age? You know, like, I'm 18, even though she's really 17. Wasn't there a uh, like court ruling a thing with IMDb where like they were ordered to take down people's ages if requested, and then it was appealed, and now they are allowed Everybody to list people's ages, whether or not the person wants it? Yeah. Anyone hear about that? No, I didn't. I know, um, what's her name from, uh, that 70s show who was in, uh, Jupiter Ascending. She lied about her age to be on that 70s show. She said she was 18, but she was really 15. Oh, really? Uh, Mila Kunis. Oh, wow. So, um, if you were wondering what, uh, what Tim Travers was doing at his, uh, high school reunion, not high school, college reunion Mm -hmm. at Yale... So in um, their oh. last their last reunion in two thousand nine, uh-huh. they had a um, they had a seventy nine Whiff and Poof concert. What Whiff and Poof? Whiff and Poof. Yes, isn't that one of the Harry Potter houses? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so it was they, a, as a magical band. Yeah, yeah. So they had that. They had entertainment by typical Steve Yale Scrovan. This is good research. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this. <laughs> Steve Scroven, who is um, a 79 alumnus, uh-huh. and he uh, he was a writer on Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, yeah? And he's also a stand-up comic. Wow. Um, they were, they're having, um, quote-unquote, interesting classes and faculty presentations. Uh-huh. Um, they're having classmate artistic works, um, lectures. They have a thing called Camp Bulldog. Camp which Bulldog. Which is for... Now, the, Bulldog is their mascot. For, is their mascot, so that's yeah. for the little babies. To go and play, and it's ninety dollars per kid, and you got to be, well, you know, not that. It's, it's not. A, it's not unreasonable at all. I really thought it'd be a bunch of money. Be able to afford yeah, more than that. Yeah. So, and also they they were having um, a continuous slideshow playing. So they were asking um, people to send in their old pictures and everything. Wow. So I assume this is still active because they probably just use it uh-huh. for everyone. But it's Yale dot at gmail dot com. So you just send in. Your pictures. We should and just send them some so that pictures. Might be fun. Send them pictures of uh, Tim Travers. Yeah. Or, uh... <laughs> and then they have at the end they have like a big huge Madison Beach party, which I'm assuming is at the Madison Beach Hotel, uh-huh. which was demolished in 2009 Whoa. and then rebuilt. 
What you, in 2012? You were like trying to impress us with your research. <laughs> no, I just thought it was really fascinating. I'm like, what are these Yale people doing at night? But apparently, that hotel had all types of like citations and stuff Ooh, against uh, it for mm. letting their party spread out onto public property. Oh, really? That's an interesting thing to get a citation. Yeah, really, like a lot of citations. Yeah. No, uh, that's interesting. This all makes me want to go to Yale. Maybe I'll go to Yale. Yeah, let's all go, go to Yale. Yale. That there, would there be was fun. just those quadruplets that just got accepted <laughs> in the Yale. Did you guys hear about that? Oh, was that? there? No, I didn't hear yeah, about yeah. that. These, these, they got accepted to Harvard and Yale, and then they decided to go to Yale. Mm-hmm. And it's like four of them. That's nice. weird. But nice. congratulations, guys. Yeah. I'll start going to Yale, start listening to Whiff and Poof. Whiff and Poof. Um, so, hey, is Tim Travers a single dad? I was trying to figure this out for a minute. I'm going to go ahead and guess yes. Yeah, I'm thinking that's what cute, you know, quirky single dads looked like back then mm-hmm. with the pedo glasses. Yeah, because, I like, mean, like, when Kat comes in, I think, like, I wrote down that she immediately starts trying to bone him. Yeah, it was <laughs> definitely like the opening to uh, Fifty Shades of Grey or something. I felt like when she said, you know, oh, it's Cat," like, he should have come over to her and, like, pushed her hair behind her ear and went, I prefer <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't get any of those feelings. I just, uh, I just kind of thought that they were, you know, like two scholars, you know, talking about uh, telescopes, no, which no, no, is no, no, what no. they do in the next like ten seconds. Am they, I right, uh, Dominique? Am I right? Is she trying to bone him? Um. Yeah. Well, there's. I think there's a. She's leaving a up in the mutual, a mutual like bone factor happening. A <laughs> mutual bone yeah. factor. But I like that house. Title. I really like that house even more as she went inside. Yeah. Well, he said that it was decorated by his daughter, which I don't know what that means. <laughs> This is trying to figure that out. It just means our toys were everywhere. Right? Yeah, because like, oh, there are toys everywhere. everywhere. I only saw two toys. Maybe no, I there was a ton of toys. I saw the you know, on, uh, Mystic Standards, two toys in the ground is like a, a mess. <laughs> Although I found it really weird when um, she was like, you know, mentioning the, the telescope. Oh, yeah. So the house came with the telescope? Yeah, apparently. no. He said, I guess it came with the house. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Even though it's like a centerpiece of the house. <laughs> oh, I guess, it was just sitting there, so I left it there. <laughs> It's like, because uh, she walks up to this, like, old telescope, and she says, oh, my God, you've got an old Van Court. Now, I've got something to say about that, which is, uh, I looked up Van Court, which is a manufacturer of various instruments. Uh, they have only existed since 1979, so it couldn't have been that old of a Van Court. Yeah, so, like, uh, the Van Court telescope came out when Tim Travers graduated uh, college. I wrote that down, too. See? <laughs> and she's, uh, she's going about it like this is, like, an See? ancient, like, relic. <laughs> But yeah, Vancourt actually is not that old of a company. Uh, she mentions that it's a nautical telescope, and that's when he says that it came with the house. And but but then he was like, "Me too. I'm into telescopes." So he's like, "Even though this thing came with the house, and I don't care about it, I also studied telescopes, and I'm fluent in them and all that shit." Wait, did he say that? No, I think she said. Yeah, that. she said she was going to study telescopes. Yeah, but then he said, "Me too. I'm from '79." No, no, he said I went he, to Yale. In 79. Okay. And she's going to Yale. Okay. I did think that that was kind of a coincidence. Like, oh, I'm, a, I'm studying astronomy at Yale. Oh, yeah, me too. I figured when she said astronomy, I was like, well, that's a horrible idea. Yeah. How, how much do astronomers make? Um, they... Apparently, they start out at about 52,000. Whoa, in the research again. And then they they top out, they average like 140. Four or five thousand like, dollars. What a year? is that job, though? I don't know. But because like I, I've taken an astronomy class. Have yeah. you ever taken an astronomy no. class? No. I took I took one in college, and it was actually kind of a pain in the ass because it was at night, so you'd have to go <laughs> home, and then you'd, you know back. you'd come back, you'd be like you know blazing it all day. 
<laughs> you, you come back and just not know what they're you're just so tired they want you to like use computers and stuff it's dark out you're in this like little building that's away from the main wait you're like at, you're like literally looking at the night sky yeah, like yeah when... so it's it was uh, the, the the class that i took it was technically on the campus but it was like far far on the outskirts uh-huh. and so you had to drive out to this little like it, i think they were constructing something out there so there was like a little gravel parking lot and you would park and go into this little like not particularly well climate controlled building mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and then it would be too warm and the guy would be droning on about <laughs> stars and you'd just be like falling asleep and then you'd all go outside into the nice cool you know night air and like Look through telescopes, <laughs> and I—I I don't think I learned a single thing <laughs> from that class. Well, Tim, Tim Travers would be a smart to bone cat because she's going to make a bunch of money. What if? What if? I assume he's doing okay. What so if they, minute thirteen just starts with them boning? <laughs> and it's just a whole minute of it, and then like they never mention it again. Our entire next episode, we're just talking about all the hardcore well, the sex they have. the reason that that wouldn't happen is because in the same minute, we're introduced to Phoebe, uh, his daughter. Oh, right. Phoebe, uh, who is like Village of the Damned. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, that dead-eyed little child. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, after they're done talking about telescopes, he says, you know, like, uh, come meet my daughter Phoebe. So Phoebe comes down the steps. She's, what would you say, like five years old? I think a little older. Phoebe, Phoebe like six or seven. Baby six say. or seven. And uh, she comes downstairs, and she's totally dressed like one of the seven dwarfs for some reason. <laughs> like She's, she's just got, got like, like a Steve Zizou hat. No, yeah, well, I, it's like a okay. floppy, like, so you know. So she had, it looked like she had pantyhose on her head. Or like some type of little kid's leotard. Uh-huh. And I don't know, I don't know if white girls do this, mm. but like when I was little, <laughs> when you got your hair did, like real, real nice, like you had to cover it up at night. Or else there'll be like tears and lamentations in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, so and so sometimes my grandmother would put pantyhose on my head, and we would like <laughs> run around the house whipping pantyhose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like, great. So you think Phoebe's got like a set of cornrows under that? Yeah, uh, I mean, I think she really <laughs> under that rag. She's got some nice tight curls happening underneath. That yeah, she right. Wants to protect for her tea party tomorrow. Hey, the 90s are coming. Yeah. I think the reason that she comes across as creepy, though, is because we just happen, the minute cuts off, like, right before she has a <laughs> right chance to she's answer. Deep, I feel like she's gonna be like, how old are you, Phoebe? And she's gonna be like, eons. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, so I, the biggest note in my notes that takes up, like, three whole lines of this, uh, of this loose-leaf paper that I have, uh, is this the guy in the car? Um, I actually don't think so. I don't think that is the guy who was driving the porch that, uh, uh... The porch? The porch. <laughs> the porcha. That, uh, the guy in the Porsche, uh, that... Oh, what's her name? Daisy sees when she's pouring the lady the coffee. I think they're two separate people. But they kind of look the same. They have, like, the same... They both look like you know, 80s guys. They yeah, both yeah. look like Initially, 80s guys. Initially, I thought it was the same guy, but then you pointed out his car is not... That red car is not anywhere near the house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's got an old beige station wagon. Yeah. Mm. Not a Porsche. Uh, Tim Travers is played by William R. Moses, who oh. uh, I said I didn't really know before when we saw him in the opening credits. Uh-huh. And uh, I still don't really know him. He uh, these days he does a lot of like one-off like episode roles on like uh, you know popular shows. Like he was in an episode of Mad Men. He was in an episode of Homeland. He was on Big Love. Oh, yeah. um, 
And he was a regular on Jane Doe as Jack Davis. Wait, what the Which sounds like the most... I thought you were going to say Jack Doe. That sounds like the most boring role you could ever have, but maybe it's good. But he was, yeah, he was uh, Jack Davis on Jane Doe. And before that, he was in two Mary-Kate and Ashley movies, uh, one being The Case of the Mystery Cruise, and the other was uh, The Case of the SeaWorld Adventure. I would really like to have one of those on we my resume. I would, I, yeah, I wrote down that I would really like to go see the uh, case of the SeaWorld Adventure. What'd you draw there? But uh, yeah, um, his most like uh, prominent role, I guess you would say, would be uh, before Mystic Pizza. He was on Falcon Crest as uh, Cole Gioberti, but I don't know. I've never seen Falcon Crest. And what's Crest. this weird arrow that you drew there? I don't know. I just drew a fancy arrow pointing to his name. Why can't you just let mofos do I was just I was just doodling a little bit while you were... Talking about telescopes. <laughs> and uh, the only other movie I could really... He was in, you know, some other movies, like TV movies. Like, he was in the Perry Mason movies. Uh-huh. But uh, the only, like, uh, theatrical movie I could find that he was in was right after Mystic Pizza. And that was in 1988 also. And it was called Alien from L.A. And I, w- I think I've heard of that. I've never enough. heard of that. Yeah, I was looking up a little bit about Alien it's from like, L.A. It's a notoriously bad movie. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. probably a notoriously bad movie. I wrote down the synopsis. It says, uh, a nerdy teen girl goes looking for her missing archaeologist father and stumbles into a strange subterranean civilization. Oh, that, that sounds just terrible. Tomb yeah, it's kind of like, like Tomb that. Raider. So it's like Tomb Raider in L.A. with aliens. So the boobs are just as big. But exactly. maybe it's a blonde instead. Maybe, possibly even bigger. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's about all I have for this minute. Yeah, that's about it for me too. Um, oh wait, I had to share the the the, I, the thing about the the pro- producer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it turns out uh, Dominique knows a lot more about the Samuel Goldwyn company that we do uh, because in the beginning of this whole thing we totally messed up. Uh, you know, doing any research at all about the production company of Mystic Pizza, the Samuel Goldwyn Company. So take it away, Dominic. Nobody wants to do that kind of research anyway. So so Samuel Goldwyn um, was, you know, a really famous producer. And he actually, when he emigrated from Poland, uh, his name was actually Goldfish. Uh-huh. Samuel Goldfish. Mm-hmm. So he... Of course. Yeah. He was... Um, so when he was... That probably means We're, like warrior in Polish. I know. Or something. Right? <laughs> Maybe it's Not Pequot here. for uh, you know <laughs> old cottage. <laughs> but he, uh, when he was when he was um, managing Paramount, he and his partner like had way too many conflicts, so they they you know hostile takeover outed him uh-huh. out of the company, and so he started another production company with these um, two Broadway producers, the the Selwins, and so when they started their company, they called it. Goldwyn, they mushed their names together, and then Goldfish was basically like, "Oh snap, that's my name now," and he called himself Goldwyn. He changed his name. That's to Goldwyn. really funny. That's like a <laughs> like, weird, yeah. aggressive. Thing. Like, thank God I can stop being Goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> well, at first off, great. so they combined their names together, but he took like the first good part of the name, yeah, yeah, and then he like took, took the, the second thing. half also by changing his name to that. <laughs> I mean that's, that's really but I feel like that's that ballsy stuff hey. that you do back in the day that's kind of like hey I'm assuming the guy made millions so you know yeah, it was well, a good yeah. idea in some way very rich but once they once they merged again into MGM mm-hmm. with the with, I forget what the name of the other company was but once they merged with them he basically had like no real management or production stuff happening out of there right I think he did guys and dolls out of it mm-hmm. and that was about it and Mystic Pizza and then, well, I mean, he's dead. He was dead when he did Mystic Pizza. Yeah. 
Really? I mean, he is, like, talented beyond the grave. So talented that he died. From it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you, Dominique, for uh, sharing that uh, story about Samuel Goldblum with us. Because, like I said before, we had nothing on the guy. And that was really interesting. And that was everything. Yeah. Well, people should really make sure. I just want to leave people with this homework, I guess. Please send your photos to Yale. I think that they would really enjoy that. Absolutely, yeah. They're they're a fun loving bunch over at Yale. And uh, tell us what they um what they tell you about your pictures, whether they're yeah. appropriate for their reunion or not. Let's mm-hmm. go do that now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, that was uh, the Mystic Pizza Minute. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Dominique, for coming back for this episode, and uh, so thank you welcome. all for listening. Uh, you can find us on our Facebook page at Mystic Pizza. Send us a message if you'd like to. We'll read it on the air. And uh, thank you to our musician and our theme song maker, The Bungler, Paul Hughes, and our producer and editor, Stephen Richardson. Goodbye.